0: Welcome to the Sermon Podcast from First United Methodist Church in downtown Bentonville. If you have questions related to what you hear today or just want to find out more about the ministries at First United Methodist Church, please visit us online at FUMCBentonville.org or check us out on Facebook, Instagram, or TikTok.
1: As you know, last Wednesday we are enter into our 40 day journey with Jesus, who's as we know, has gone out into the wilderness and for 40 days and 40 nights, and we're taking this this journey with Jesus in new ways. And if we were not here last Wednesday, we have opportunity to, as an invitation, to be a part of this Holy Lenten season, the self-examination, self-denial, fasting and meditating on the Word of God and and oftentimes when we find ourselves, because of Lent, we, we get, you know, we've been Christian, most of us, you know, for some time in our lives, right? And this Lent of season becomes something we just do. But if we are really, if we, we can be really intentional, really intentional with this invitation to, to take it seriously, to, to really embody and to, to really want to be transformed, because if we really look at our lives, our lives, our personal lives. I believe we can, I believe that we can all say that we have some brokenness that needs to be restored. And that we need to be redeemed. But you know how we are. We, We don't like to admit things even to ourselves in the in the quiet moments of our lives. And I don't know what it is, why, what makes it so hard for us to name things, to own things. I don't know why. Why is it so hard, difficult for us to do that? And if you've got to figure it out, raise your hand and we'll come to you to figure that out, okay? I don't know. Something about admitting things, oh gosh, even to ourselves. We can't even say it out loud. It's like, you know? But this is an invitation imitation for us to really do the work you know what we don't have to do work by ourselves that's a that's a that's a joyful part of this Sunday's the mini Easter so we yes during the week we are fasting and sackcloth and all that kind of stuff but on Sunday it is a mini Easter so we're not going to forget about what God, Christ has already done for us we're going to be reminded that on this journey Christ is with us okay and so the next few weeks, we are going to be studying this study by Tom Berlin. He is a, um, a pastor, a Methodist pastor, and he has written this great, great um, uh, Linton study. And um, as I said earlier, you can find the how-tos to get plugged in to Amplify if you don't know how to do that. Sometimes it can be a little technology um, um, challenge. That's fine. That's okay. Don't let that deter you. We can help you get set up. And there are videos to help you to, to do small groups with your Sunday school classes, to do with your families, do it by yourself. And we can get some books for you too, okay? We want us to do it together as a church to really to, really, to take this journey a little bit different this year. Because we want to be honest with ourselves. COVID has, you know, put it down. But we're like, I can't give up nothing else. But well, we seem to be coming out a little bit, okay? And in this time, we're running out. I'm going to invite you to, to stick with me and to really, really be a part of beginning the work today, okay? I'm going to begin by just a, one verse that comes from Genesis to begin to frame our time this morning. Genesis 1, verse 27 says So God created humankind in his image. In the image of God, he created them. If you had an imaginary mirror, you can pull your cell phone on. I'm going to give you permission today to get your cell phone out <laughs> at different times throughout worship. You are created in the image of God. Look at the person next to you. Really, look at the person next to you. Look at them, the long, awkward look. They, too, are created in the image of God. When you look at the next person, you are seeing the image of God, the DNA that's been implanted in us long before we got here. If we really got into the the powerfulness of what that means, that we have God stamped on us. But what happens over time, since so we were born, you know, we, we, we've all, I see a lot of people in here that, have, I see the kids here. When you come into the world, we, we don't know, they start doing crazy stuff. We're like, how do they to do that? You know? So it, the, the, the the things we do in life that separate us from, from God is called, y'all know what it is? It starts with an S. Three-letter word. Sin. Say it louder. 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 Sin. Like you had the Razorback game. Yes. Yes, yeah, sin. We, we don't like to say that word it just, it's just, I don't, that's another thing I don't get. We don't want to say sin. But sin, we cannot separate sin from Christianity. Christ came to do what? It has to do something with sin, right? Yeah. Sin is a part of our, our nature. And we have this two word called, two terms, original sin. And it's a way to kind of understand why we have sin in our world. And, and I think oftentimes that I like the doctors of our church, but because it goes back to Adam and Eve, that it, it just stays there. That we, we, we're not a part of that. But we have, as John Wesley says, we have a disease in us. Sin is a disease in us. If it, if it, you know, I had told you more than one time that I grew up with asthma and I was healed. I still have asthma. Aspen. Asthma is not a, some, a disease that can be cured. Disease cannot be cured. And so that means that we all have this disease called sin that plagues us. And when we cannot name that thing, that sin which is, that which is not good, that means you're turning away from God, that means you're revolting, rebelling against God's will for our lives. That is sin. And sin separates us. It harms us. And we can see it so clearly, but when it comes to ourselves, we don't want to name that. We don't want to name that. But Paul reminds us, In Romans 8, he says, For I know that nothing good dwells within me that is in my flesh. I can will what is right, but I cannot do it. For I do not do the good I want, but the evil I do want is what I do. Now if I do what I do not want, it is no longer I that do it. but sin that dwells within me. Anybody been there before? Oh, yes. It's a part of our human condition. But that's not, we're not going to dwell on that, but we have to address that. We are in our messiness of our lives because of sin. We are in the messiness of our lives because of sin. And can we begin to name some messiness in our lives? Well, let's, let me start, let me, say, let me go back. Can we begin to name messiness in the world? Let's start there first. And this is an opportunity. I know we're in church in this sermon moment, and you're taught not to talk back. But this moment, I wanna you know, just, just name it out. Just, what is the mess that we see online that we can, or in the world, or in the news, or whatever? Name Markly sin. I want to hear it. One, two, three. Who's going to go first? Greed. Greed. Hatred, war. Yes, that's another new cycle. What else? What else is sin that we or we can see visibly? Injustice. Yes. Racism. What else? Indifference. No guns. Gun violence is a sin, yeah. All right. So that brings me to our scripture for today, which comes from, Brooke and um, Milo, I'm going to put this up. It comes from Luke chapter 18, beginning in verse 9 through 14. And it says here, he also told this parable to some who trusted in themselves, that they were righteous and regarded others with contempt. Two men went up to the temple to pray, one a Pharisee and the other a tax collector. The Pharisee standing by himself was praying, thus, God, I thank you that I am not like other people, thieves, rogues, adulterers, or even like this tax collector. I fast twice a week. I get a tenth of all my income, but the tax collector standing far off, would not even look up to the heaven, was beating his chest and saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. I tell you, this man went down to his home justified rather than the other. For all who exalt themselves will be humbled, but all who humble themselves will be exalted. This is the word of God for the people, of God. Thanks be to God. What do, we, what do we see here? These two men, a Pharisee and this tax collector, and we see the Pharisee praying this crazy prayer. God, I thank you. I'm not like other people. You know, I, I just ask you to begin to name the sin that we see in our world and how easy that was for us to do. Why is it so easy for us to name what other people are doing? We can you name it. So I mean, we could say, you know, you're not right. Well, it's so easy. It's so easy to to, to see sin because we, it, that, that's a good thing about sin that we can name it. Because we experience it, the effects of sin. We experience the, the sin, and so it becomes so a part of our culture in our lives that we just, it just becomes a part of us. And that distorts our image. That dim is the image of God that's already in us. And So, what I want us to do, there are some old school index cards in the back of the pew. There are several pens and pencils. I want everybody to grab one. Fire, you got some back there too? Grab that. So, we saw in the scripture how it was easy it was for a Pharisee to begin a name. Thank God that he was not this or that and how we were able to name all the sins that are socially in our world. I want you to give us a couple of, um, um, of minutes here, online to grab some of um, you, know, you worship with us. You're here with us too. Grab something to write on. You can use your phone if you don't have that. If you have a phone, you can go to your notes and write that too. But the instructions are, everybody got one? Ready to go? Okay. Now, I want you to draw a line in the middle of the the card on the side that does not have the lines or whatever. You can choose whatever you want to do. Draw a line down that. And I want you to think about, because only you know, only you know what's in your heart that you need to work on, that is separating you from... Seeing God in this totality and images in in you? What sins are you struggling with? What brokenness are you experiencing in this moment? And I know this can be triggering for some, but this is an opportunity. You are in the house of the Lord with people that love you and care for you. But the problem we have with naming sin and, and naming our brokenness is that we don't do these things. We don't name it we have to name we have to name it if we want to be set free you have to do the work of self-examination naming the problem so I want to give you a couple of minutes to do that okay and if you don't feel comfortable right down here you got that the, the index card to take with you and get in the car and if you feel like you need something you know some support the altar's here okay you can come down here and pray, and I'll be there to pray with you. But I'm going to give you two minutes online and also in person to begin to dig deep and name what it is that we need to begin to name so that we can go on a journey to be restored and to be redeemed. Naming is it the beginning of grace leading you. We call that justified grace, is that you you, you you? see there's a need, you've already named it. And that is grace working in you right now. Even though sin is a part of our lives that we cannot get rid of because it is a disease, and that we cannot cure ourselves, but I'm here to tell you that we have someone who can, and his name is Jesus Christ. Yes, I am messed up. Yes, I am broken. Yes, I have all these things I need to work on, but by being just like the tax collector that beat on his heart and said, have mercy on me, by being able to name what you wrote in your heart, on your, these index cards, on your phone, whatever, in your mind, you have begin the journey of restoration. And as we know how the story goes, because Sundays are many Easter's during Lent. Jesus already has given us victory. I am messed up. I have brokenness. I have sin in my life, but I am already restored. I am already victorious because when Jesus Christ died and rose, we rose with him. We rose with new life. We rose with the power, the same power that raised Jesus. We have it in us. The scripture says where sin is multiplied, grace abounds even more. And that is the good news. No matter your situation, no matter where you are right now, you have already been restored. And that is good news for us. Yes, there is sin. But grace is even more. And you know what I say all the time? Good morning, grace. Good morning, grace. You have already been justified. If you believe that you, you need something more than yourself because you cannot make yourself right, that we have been justified through Jesus Christ. And God sees us no matter what we do. The scripture says nothing can separate us from God. So no matter what you've done, no matter what you will do, God will always love us. And yes, we look in the mirror, we came to see glimpses of of God in his entirety because that's because of us. But God's grace restores our vision, restores our being, and allows us to walk in the totality of what God has given us. You are more than a conqueror in Christ Jesus. You have the victory. So whatever it is you have written today, hold it. Hold on to it. And let's begin to see the ways in which you will be restored and redeemed visibly in your life. Because it's already been done, but it's, it's for us to begin to see it. The life that God has for us is to, to live it abundantly in Christ Jesus. Thanks be to God.
0: Thanks for listening to the sermon podcast from first United Methodist church in downtown Bentonville. If you would like to let us know you were here, follow the link below to connect to participate in worship through giving. You can give online at FUMCBentonville.org or on Venmo at FUMC Bentonville. FUMC Bentonville welcomes all because we believe the communion table is God's table. We invite everyone into our church family. We welcome and celebrate every race, gender, gender identity, sexual orientation, marital status, age, physical and mental ability, national origin, economic station and political ideology. We come together in action and outreach, aspiring to follow Jesus's example of radical hospitality, love and grace as a transformative movement in our community. Please join us for worship on Sunday mornings at 9 and 11 a.m. both in person and on Facebook Live all are welcome and we'd love to have you with us grace and peace